Uh, before we get into her, oh, fuck, I'm gonna redo that. <laughs> do it. No, do it that way. <laughs> okay, I guess we're doing it that way. Uh, we're uh. Fuck. <laughs> Doing everybody good? Everybody, everybody jazzed. Yep. Nobody else. No, I'm real excited. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of jazz? Like <laughs> jazz fusion. Yeah. Jazz fusion. Is everybody jazz near. fusion? <laughs> Is everybody acid jazz? I'm, like, I'm more. I'm more of a soft <laughs> jazz right now. I'm like Dizzy Gillespie. Uh, <laughs> I'm. I'm more like of saying a, his name. I'm more of a jazz that that just wants to go home and go to sleep because he's had a <laughs> shitty day. <laughs> Uh, so hey everybody, welcome to Enter the Critics. Hey, <laughs> 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 Let's get some hype. hey, uh, so episode forty-two. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. You know what that is? Jackie Robinson. <laughs> Not what I was thinking of. Saved <laughs> us from racism. <laughs> Good job, Jackie. I was thinking a little bit more nerdier than yep. you. Yep. Oh, it's the like answer to life, the universe, and, and everything. Oh, right. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. You know what the question is, Matt? Um, did you know? Did you know they they made a book who's based off that movie? Did you guys know that? What based off of the two thousand something? Yeah, yeah. Wow, interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's really crazy that it was like forty years older. I know. It was really <laughs> weird how they did that, and 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 shockingly better than the movie. That's not fair. The movie's that's, okay. That's science no, fiction. Good. That's science fiction for you, though. Ta- breaking, time travel. Always breaking ground. Hey, you know what I call it? Science faction. Because. <laughs> It always becomes reality in the end. I thought you were going to say that it always divides amongst itself and yeah. chooses ways to be, to be factions. I like this. You no, you fractions? guys keep going. This is great. Did you think yeah. I said fractions? No, I thought you said factions. Like, oh. red, like red factions. Oh, oh yeah. Get it, yeah, that yeah, word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. But fractions were science fractions. Fraction, science fracture, fairy tale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that works. Oh, okay. Well... Hi everybody! Welcome down to the critic. Man, is it just you, or is it like a lot later than it normally is? <laughs> Way late. Way Woo! late. Yeah. Woo! Woo! Right. I say we just do the movie and go home. All right. Well, uh, well <laughs> her. Anyway. How about that movie? That was good. Was good. It's about her. Hey, listen, burr, burr, listen. Burr, burr. So <laughs> I, I said to Chris uh, when I was leaving the work, I was like, "So I didn't get a chance to see her." So. I thought he was talking about his, his wife. Family's like you didn't get just that one. Like the movie. I was like, well, who, are, who are you talking about? Yes, I'm not dedicated to her. I didn't get a chance to see her, so sorry. Uh, yeah, I was really confused as a why. I'm what like, did you think of her? <laughs> uh, uh, who? Who are we talking about? Her? You know weird. her? Is she good? If you haven't, if you haven't figured it out yet, this is a movie podcast. Uh, <laughs> and this week we're reviewing her. Her? Her. Whoa. Dude, did you see that poster? Though? I don't like objectifying women like but that. But did you see that what? poster that uses Anne? Oh, yeah. This <laughs> is her? The question mark? <laughs> her. Her? Her. <laughs> oh, my. Well, before we get into our movie, let's get into some news. Parker, what What if anything JJ, do you got? Yeah, there's really not much. J.J. Abrams says the script. Episode 7 is done. It is finished. It is finished. However, we have not. However, <laughs> he will not 
be shooting it in IMAX. What? There was speculation about that. Really? So well, I wonder why. Bold move. He said, the problem with IMAX is it's a very loud camera. It's very unreliable. So much film can be in the camera. You can't really do intimate scenes with it. It's slow. They break down often. Having said that, they're working on digital versions of these. So there may be a version one day, but we're going to be shooting this next movie on film. Oh, so they're doing it regular, not digital. Yep. That's the, but those are good reasons. Yes. Those now, are all good even reasons. if they're not shooting it in IMAX, they can still show it in IMAX. Exactly. So we're so, we're okay right. in that. But like, I just want it for that big sound. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. yeah they'll sure. probably have it mixed but for uh, you know all If you if you remember in like the Dark Knight, that like, was so annoying. Some of, well, some uh, you didn't like that. Cause I like some of those scenes were like so amazing in IMAX. Well, right. But then the aspect ratio kept changing, and that drove me up a yeah, wall. Like, I didn't really. Mm, is growing. Yeah, the movie would grow in <laughs> oh, size. I, now, to be fair, I didn't notice it in theaters. I noticed it in home. Uh, oh, yeah, in that, home would, that would be annoying. And I didn't that mind drove it that much. In, wall. I didn't mind it that much either. Yeah, no, I didn't notice it in theaters. No, I, I, just I didn't notice saw it in the theaters. Awesome stuff, but yeah, yeah I actually I got on on Blu-ray. I was right. like, what the hell is that? <laughs> I, n- I haven't seen The Dark Knight in non the theater. You know, what I mean, like I've seen it probably four times, but in theaters. You know, I saw right, it a few yeah. times when it came out, and then I saw it. In a marathon before Dark Knight Rises, so so I actually haven't seen it, and you know that would be annoying. I would I agree, but um, but yeah. So anyway, we're looking for that. There are a bunch of names that have been thrown around recently: Michael Fassbender, Hugo Weaving, Adam Driver, Jesse Plemons. <clears throat> well, so that they're all in discussions even, and talks. Even but. though this has been basically like unofficially confirmed for a while now, Carrie Fisher. Recently said in an interview that yeah she's she's signed up like right. she's she's gonna do the movie and so are the rest of the yes you know, yeah so that's Harrison exciting Ford I mean, Mark Hamill. obviously oh, yeah. it might be like a one minute part in the beginning oh no they're no. not gonna do much actually yeah. from, oh, what I've, oh? from what I've read the uh, originally originally they were thinking what you guys are right, thinking like they would just be like featurettes but apparently from what I, I forget where I read it but apparently. For this episode, they're really going to actually heavily feature the older characters to kind of oh, ease man. it into the newer generation. Interesting. So I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. it'll be interesting to see like how much like physical like uh, you know workouts they yeah. need. To, I mean, Harrison Ford maybe not so much, but Mark. Hamill, I don't know. Gary I don't know. Uh, uh, Harrison Ford's gotten awfully grumpy yeah, in his old age. Definitely. Oh, that's fine. I can that, that, that totally works for Hans. Oh yeah, exactly. But um, as far as Mark Hamill, I think he can still. I think he can still pull it off. Parker, I would make fun of the way that you say Han, but to be fair, what Han Solo? You did say it, Han. To oh, be did fair, I say Han Solo? Yeah. Oh. To be fair, Lando Calrissian also says Han. Han. Yeah. <laughs> It's like so, so. Apparently, in the Star Wars universe, it's also up for debate. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I come on. Lando Calrissian won a city in a card game. Yeah. The he man can, can say what he wants. He can say and pronounce things however the hell he wants. Yeah. So anyway, that that's exciting. Um, that the script is done. So it's on its way. One step closer. One step. Closer. And that something was, that I never thought that I'd was see. The final version was actually written by who? Was it written by? Uh, oh, you know what. I'm, because originally it was going to be the guy who wrote uh, Toy Story 3 and a couple other things, but I think yeah, he on. dropped out of the script writing. Okay, so writers, J.J. Abrams and, and Lawrence Kasdan. Oh, okay. So that's good. Is that the guy you were thinking of? Yeah. Uh, no, uh, but he is uh, Empire Strikes Back. Oh, he okay, is the, good. 
writer and director oh, of Empire. Okay. Excellent. Nice. Excellent. Yeah. Yep. So he knows Star Wars. Very after well. after directing the best one. Yep. Yes. All right. Yep. So another exciting thing. I don't know that Matt will be as excited about this, but I know Chris will probably be. Oh, sorry. He didn't direct it. Uh, Irvin. Irvin Kirshner directed it. Okay, that's what I thought. I thought yeah. but Irvin Kirshner directed it. I thought for a second uh, that I, my brain just shut down. I'm like, no. I didn't think he did, but no, no, hey, no. I'll go with say, it. That, that can't be right. <laughs> Kirshner directed it. But yeah, Lawrence Kasdan wrote uh, Empire. Okay. He wrote right. that. Which yep. is still good. Yep. Still good. Still gets great. And then J.J. Abrams also helped write it. Thru, so, threw his two cents in. Beautiful. So Aaron Paul, right, from Breaking Bad that we all love. Uh, I know him from Need for Speed. Gotcha. Okay, sorry. Aaron Paul from Need for Speed, which is an has, has met with Ron Howard about a role in the Dark Tower that he's been slowly Ooh. working on. That's Ron Howard that's doing that. Yeah, he's been talking about it for mm. a while. Ron Howard, they they had ideas where they were going to do um, like a multifaceted thing where they were going to do oh, they were gonna TV, like a TV movies, series. and oh. and video games. Right. So it was like going, that's and, cool. but now it looks like they're just doing film. It, it seems just like the, five movies or something. They would almost have to. The Dark Tower series is so. I mean, I've only but, read three of the books, and they're so dense. And I can't. Confusing. I can't picture. I can't picture Ron Howard like attaching himself to something so monumental that would take so many years of his life. Unless yeah. he would like do like the first one or two, and then I like, think they're pass gonna. The well, it says here that their goal is to do three films. This is this is Paul talking about you know being in talks. Uh, Aaron Paul was saying that he's excited because their goal is to do three films, but also have a television element. So I guess they're back to uh, that now. Okay. okay. So which would be good because then maybe have three films. Of, Centering around the most like crazy parts of the story, and right. then have TV series that Fill connects the, the dots. Yeah, I think right. that would really be nice. Yeah, you know, maybe that... TV series that tells backstories and tells everybody stuff that you can't really do in a movie. Because the you first know? book is a, a large chunk of the first book is flashbacks. Yeah, right. To when Roland was training, or not even training, he was a child. Yeah, there's like flashbacks, and then there's also like just a lot of talking. Yeah. I mean, it's not a very long book. The very first book isn't very long. It's like, I think it's like 150 pages right. with all yeah. the extra parts, like in the director's cut or author's cut. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, the, the several different <laughs> yeah. versions that are out. Yeah, like, but it's it's not very long. The, the later ones get to be like three, four pages, but... Um, but that one, that one's not very long. So uh, I could well, see, I could yeah. see the first one being a TV series, and I could see the drawing of three, the second book, also being be, yeah, of a TV, a TV series. series? I, I feel like they'd make a movie out of that one. You really? I mean, no, I, no, I could see either way. The, something like that is so huge that I, I can't under. No, that'd I don't be know like trying to it. make Game of Thrones a single right. movie. Like, yeah. how do you do no. that? <laughs> Even three movies would be ridiculous. Really hard. Yeah. So that's good though, because anyway, yeah. one of two things will happen. Ron Howard will actually do a good job to something that people for, you know, pretty much since the existence of Dark Tower have been saying there's no way. Right. Right. Yeah, it. exactly. <laughs> or Ron Howard will finally make a bad movie. Yeah. Of the other. Hey, so, it, it, so the, what, either way, it's going to be a milestone. Way, it'll be, yep, it'll be a big deal. <laughs> uh, okay. We also got... Um, Quentin Tarantino. I'm sure you guys have heard this, but... Uh, this is uh, so disappointing. Quentin Tarantino gave his script, his first draft of his script for The Hateful Eight, which we mentioned he was doing another Western. Yep. And uh, he gave his script to a couple people, and oh, okay. it leaked. 
And Th- now... Uh, thanks, couple of people. And na- he, he has it narrowed down to either Bruce Dern or uh, who was it? Uh, Michael Madsen. He gave it to Bruce Dern, Michael Madsen, and Tim Roth. Tim Roth, yeah. Now he knows for a fact that Tim Roth did not share it with his agent. Because like, right. he knows Tim Roth like like his brother, T- Tim Roth. Tim, and Roth's Tim Roth's career. They've been, work, they've been working together forever. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. So they're best friends. He knows it wasn't Tim Roth, but Bruce Dern or Michael Madsen apparently showed it to their agent to be like, "Hey, read this." You know, Quentin Tarantino gave it to me, and then that agent let it leak. Yeah, yeah. and so one of those two guys is responsible you know, for the leak. So. In Quentin Tarantino fashion, he threw a hissy fit, and he's now not making the movie. He but, said he has better movies to make, uh, and so he's done making this one. He will publish it as a book. He said he's just going to put it towards getting published. So it's just going to come out as a book that you just read, and then that's that. And uh, we're not going to see this movie. He's just going to move on to the next I'm one. I'm so, so upset for multiple different reasons. <laughs> like, just dude, the title like, alone sounds pretty cool. Sounds, okay. <laughs> Again, hateful eight. It's, yes. It sounds like he wanted to take a crack because I, 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 we, we've talked about it before. I was a huge fan of Rio Bravo, um, but, but just from the title alone, it almost sounds like he's taking like a magnificent seven route, right? Right. And I'm like, oh, it sounds so cool. Yeah. And then you know, Tim Roth, Bruce Stern, uh, uh, Michael Madsen, just to have them as just these like involved with it would be cool. And then for this to happen. You know, it's it's weird though because this isn't the first time his scripts have been leaked. Yeah, really no, but he early. leaks them. Yeah, that's when the when thing. his script is done as a final draft, he will release it to see how people's respond. To From it. what I understood, this leak was a fir- right. like very first this draft. A, like he wanted to rework it a lot. That's Actually, why he only gave it to three guys right. instead of like uh, an actual right. company. So he because he's like he doesn't want this to represent him or the movie or in any way. So so he's that's why he's throwing this fit. Yeah. But you know it, it's kind of cool like to have uh, you know a person like I, I don't know like as much as it, it, Quentin Tarantino annoys me most of the time. I like that he like throws a fit and then doesn't <laughs> and then like sticks to with it and then probably won't release this movie and like then it, it's kind of like. You know, then there's like consequences for these. Right, well, exactly. you know, and maybe maybe part of it's too. He's like, you know what? I don't I don't really want to do another western. Like I feel well, like no, maybe I, mean, feel, I feel like maybe that's I think part he was of it. Excite- I mean, I think he was excited about it. But I mean, I, I his, think this was his, like I think this was one thing where he was like pissed about it, and he was like, you know what? I'm just it's fine. I'm not going to do another western. As as it, his 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 post or his comments are like a tirade. He's like, I gave it to six motherfucking people. Why does this happen? <laughs> He's so annoyed with the industry uh, see, as a uh, whole and, and just like as, whatever. As much as I love Tarantino as a director, the more I read about him as a person, <laughs> oh, I just become yeah, so dick. like, damn it, why do oh, I have yeah. to be a fan of yours? <laughs> because he is like this entitled sociopath who's like, no, if anybody else, I'd understand, but not my scripts. That's <laughs> yeah. not how it works. <laughs> So part of me is upset at whoever leaked it. I'm thinking it's Bruce Dern. Uh, call, I'm calling you out, yeah, Bruce. Well, Bruce Dern is is on the hot plate because I guess his his agency is called a Creative Artists Agency, and like there's probably a lot of people involved that one of them could have an intern or right. something where it could get leaked. I, I don't know why he didn't put their names on it, but I guess it was so like you said, it's so early in the process that he just thought. I'll give it to a few people that I'm excited about being in the movie. 
Um, and then this, you know, these people, I'm ex- like, I mean, obviously Michael Madsen and Tim Roth. I mean, we've seen them. But, yeah. But yeah. Bruce Dern being attached to it, like, that's exciting. That's like, really exciting. And the fact that he gave it to him in early draft means that there's an integral part where he's like, we, I want you to play this part. And Bruce you know? Dern's done a, like, like, in his early career, did a lot of westerns. And he did a couple really good ones. Uh, off the top of my head, I can think of, like, The Cowboys with John Wayne. Right. Which is kind of like an end of the west kind of western. Mm-hmm. Really good. Um, and I'd imagine that if if Bruce Dern, if, if he accidentally, if he gave it to his agent not thinking they were going to leak it, I imagine he's super pissed. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. Cause, so. cause I imagine whichever one of them, like, is actually responsible is super pissed. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Their agency. I, I feel like Michael Madsen makes uh, the most sense because he seems the most, like, but I, I guess maybe not because I, I was thinking, like, he seems the most hard up, like, where he would just... You know, maybe make a mistake because he it, he's it like, hasn't been in much. Right, he's only really ever time. in like Quentin Tarantino yeah, movies yeah. in once in a while. <laughs> like I feel like that's it. But then on the same hand, you would say then he would be super careful because he'd be like, "This is my only time I'm ever in movies." What? what the, the, so I better be careful with this right. script because otherwise he'll throw me the hell out. The, well, Michael Madsen also, the more I read about him, the, the little I've read about him, I should say, he seems like a megalomaniac as well. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, But e- either way, I'm pissed that somebody leaked the script. That yeah. upsets me. And then I'm upset that Tarantino throws this fit. I mean, it, it's in Tarantino fashion, yep. but it so. still just makes me upset. Like, just... just well, I mean, at redo least we'll the get script to see and it. make the movie. I guess we'll get to read it at least, which is good because, honestly, uh, I've read... I've read both of uh, Inglorious Bastards and Django Unchained, and they were very satisfying reads. Yeah, you were saying you Even, really liked uh, like Django. Like, Django was such a great thing to read, especially when you cast it in your head with your own actors. It was really fun. And then to see it, it was still great. Like, I still loved it. But, like, it was a great read. Like, I didn't go, like, oh, I can't really picture this or, you know, whatever. Like, he, the way he writes scripts is very... Descriptive, right? Like, yeah, very, very meticulous. Yeah, he 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 tells you what you're seeing, and it really makes for a re- you know a fun read. So, so it's not the way, the end of the world. At least we'll get to read it, but it sucks, you know, whatever. Um, but at least sorry. we won't see another western from him. We'll probably see something completely different. So, yeah, I was looking forward to that. <laughs> like really looking so, forward to uh, it. <laughs> the last bit of news, which I'm kind of confused about. Oh, good. Uh, Robert Zemeckis and Joseph Gordon-Luffett are going to be adapting the amazing documentary, Man on Wire. Okay. Oh. Into an f- actual, like, oh. movie. <laughs> so, Damn I don't you, know. Damn Zemeckis! I, I don't really know, like, uh, Joseph Gordon-Luffett. Wait, why be, are you upset? Why I don't. Are you upset? I feel like this documentary is perfect. There's no need to revisit it. I think it'd be cool. If you would have said that he's adapting, oh it no, as I'm, a sorry. C- I'm sorry, I'm sorry. If you would have said that he was wait, adapting wait. it as a CGI film, <laughs> well, no, it, he is. They are adapting it to be 3D, a 3D film. Zemeckis only gets Not- involved in stuff that he can break out his toy box of shit and go, "Hey, let's play with this crap." It's going to be a crazy 3D immersion film. Yeah, because that's, that's all Zemeckis does anymore. Philippe Petit is the amazing man from Man on Wire. And if you haven't seen that movie, please go see it. It's a great documentary. It's all on Netflix, isn't it's, it? Yeah, it's super uplifting and, and amazing. And, like, just the guy is, like, like, that's the problem. It's, like, I don't know, like, why you would want to capture that guy. Like, he's so perfect. Like, it's going to be so hard to not only capture his, like, who he, who he is, like, his spirit. 
You know, like Joseph Gordon-Levitt is going to have a tough time. Hey, know, hey, if anyone that. could do it, it's right. Juggalo. But this guy, like, exists. Like, he's still alive. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we don't need someone to pretend to be him. <laughs> like, just keep filming that <laughs> Yeah, guy. but here's the thing. It's so much easier to watch fake things about real things <laughs> than real things about real things. About to say That's that why is... I'm waiting for them to do, like, uh, a Steven Spielberg version of Blackfish. <laughs> Because I'm not going to watch that shit. That's like real. That's intense. I want to watch like a thing with a script and actors. I want to look at something that when it's when I'm separated from this. Right. I want to look at something when when it gets depressing and go. This was only based on a true story. (laughs) This isn't actually real. It's just based on something real. But yeah, the the the, um, original documentary that it's based on, Man on Wire, is still available on Netflix. So we we should should go see it. Maybe we should. should rev- how, how does one review a documentary? <laughs> uh, I already did. It? I already. Oh, did. that's right. You did. I forgot Reviewed all about that one that. about the the. I can't. The str- oh yeah yeah yeah. Not that, the stranger. That dude. Right. That guy that faked himself yep. into America. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe one of these days we'll get around to doing Man on Wire. So yeah. So anyway, that that's that's about it for we news. We should review Blackfish though. That's a really good I documentary. And it's yeah, it looks super depressing top- as shit. It's super topical. I know. I know. Every, every SeaWorld's like going out of business because of it. <laughs> oh, really? I mean, really? I can only assume because there's been so much backlash against them since it went on Netflix. Listen, my wife really, really likes zoos. If I watch something about yeah, animals no, and yeah, captivity, but dude, that is the thing. Like, that's true. I love zoos, and I don't feel like going to a but, zoo anymore. Uh, like, but it's, it, it's really it's upsetting. specifically towards SeaWorld and specifically towards that right. animal. Like they right, don't talk but, about all no, the No, but you can make the implications right. very eh. easily. Because that's all I've read. That's out, all I've right. read, Matt, on Facebook is people going, I can never go to a zoo yeah, again because I saw black. Yeah, but are like super, super animal lovers. Yeah, like my wife. Yeah, like your wife. <laughs> so, yeah, probably. All right, well, let's get into some trailers here. Uh, the first trailer we saw was Cuban Fury. Hmm. Like Gung Fury, but different. <laughs> but, <laughs> but Cuban. Uh, a former salsa prodigy attempts a comeback years after his career was ruined. Mm. I didn't even get that from the trailer. No, I didn't. I oh. thought he was like totally. I just he thought he was yeah. a dancer. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm trying but to get the Nick whole... Frost is in this movie. Yep, so Nick that's Frost. Exciting. Starring. Yep, he's yes. starring with uh, uh, Ian McShane and, and Chris Dowd. Chris so Dowd, yep. He's my favorite from what? the IT crowd. Okay, I was about to say, what, what, where do I know him from? And um, what else was he in just recently? Oh, the the new series, uh, what is that called? Family Tree on HBO. That's awesome, too. But yeah, he's 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 awesome. And, and uh, Rad- Rad- Radisha? Rashida, Rashida Jones. Jones. Oh, Radisha. Rashida Jones. Radisha. Sorry, Sorry I got to have Come that. Come on, Chris. I can't read She's correctly. in the top ten. Um, well, I recognize her, oddly enough. I recognize her from a lot of movies, but the first time I ever saw her was in a uh, Dave Chappelle sketch for The Chappelle Show. Which one was that? She did the, uh, she she was his partner in the um, uh, uh, date clause. Oh, sketch. yes. Where they have yes, like to, yes, to, make yes. sure, to make sure the, the, I, yeah. the sex is uh, uh, okay, <laughs> that she has to sign, like, yes, I, I am okay with intercourse. I'm okay right. with this. That's like, right. That's so, right. That's the first time I ever saw her. That's right, because you do not watch TV, so you don't watch Parks I don't. Yeah, I don't watch yeah. a lot of television. Oh. So She's great. In but I was that. super excited to see Ian McShane, because I, I recognize know. him from various things, yes. but the first time I saw him was Deadwood. Uh 
one of my favorite roles he's done, which is such a like such a silly role, is Hot Rod. <laughs> Or that Adam Sandler movie where he plays like his Adam, dying stepfather. Is that an, a- Adam Sandberg, you mean? What? Yeah. Yeah. Or, or was it Adam, Sandler? Adam Sandler? I'm sorry. <laughs> the Andy Sandberg yeah. uh, film uh, Hot, Hot, Rod Hot Rod with all the guys from Lonely Island in it. But Ian McShane plays his like dying stepfather <laughs> and he has to get his new heart and he like <laughs> never respects him. <laughs> He's like one of my favorite parts. Dude, that, that, so movie, that movie is not. A great movie, <laughs> but if you take like the best like five or six scenes, yeah, like if you watch the YouTube compilation, right. it's like the funniest oh, movie it's ever. So good, you guys, you guys Some have talked it up it a lot, amazing. and I'm like, I don't know if I can. I haven't seen it yet. Don't watch like, the movie. Just watch like the <laughs> watch like a ten minute YouTube compilation yeah. like of all the best scenes, and and it's the best <laughs> thing ever. Like the one scene where they go they go down the hill and they crash into the guy's like truck. <laughs> <laughs> he comes out of the house like ready to He's be- mad because yeah, he's mad. Andy Samberg just smashed into his car yeah. and like bashed the whole side of it. And, and he's, he's like, like, what are you guys doing? And then Danny McBride, before he gets to say anything else, just like starts wailing <laughs> Just immediately him. starts punching him and hitting him. Like, I go to church every goddamn Sunday. You want to beat the demons out of me? <laughs> uh, he beats the guy up. For for getting upset about his car getting smashed, and then he like, and then he steals his hat, and he's like, "This is totally my hat now." And then he dumps a bunch of garbage out. I, I drink green tea every day. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Uh, I have to check that out. Yeah. Or at least the 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 compilation. Yeah, movie. it's so funny. Well, like this anyway. th- this movie um, looks like a dance movie that I would actually watch. Yeah, yep. I've seen a depressing amount of dance films. <laughs> Thanks to my lovely and wonderful have you, wife. Have you seen Silver Linings Playbook? Because that is that, loosely no. a dance movie. No. Yeah. And um, it's very, very The good. ones off the top of my head that I've seen that Melissa was like, you need to see this. And I was like. Save oh, the last dance? Yes. <laughs> oh, wait, let me think about it. Uh, step up yeah. to the streets. Uh, no, <laughs> step, um, up, step up to. <laughs> no, I don't think that's. No. Um, center stage. Hold on, hold on, stage. hold on. Hold yeah. on. Footloose? I've seen Footloose. <laughs> And Footloose. It was all right. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. My favorite part of Footloose is when the, Kevin Bacon gets so a, mad he's just got to dance. Wasn't there a new Footloose um, that like? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then it was still also wasn't good. Um. And of course, all that. Oh, jazz, Dirty which Dancing. Is good. I have not seen Dirty Dancing. Wow, that's very surprising. Um, very surprising. especially how much I like Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Um, but this, yeah, this looks like a dance movie that actually would be interesting and funny it looks it <laughs> the trailer's hilarious yeah, yeah. Um, anything i feel like nick and again frost nick frost is, yeah. and chris o'dowd like they're both and it's kind of just them kind of both trying to vie for rashida jones's attention so that is exciting in and of itself just those two guys going at each other i, I i'm on yeah. board yeah this this looks really funny um it's coming out in February in the UK. I don't yeah. see a, a I an imagine American it'll get release. picked up eventually. If oh yeah, maybe maybe what will happen is it'll get picked up and then there'll be a, a, a U.S. remake, oh, like they did with uh, Save the Last Dance. <laughs> or no, Shall We Dance? That was the You're one right. I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, Shall yeah, We sure. Dance? Hold on, just thought of another good one. Um, Saturday Night Fever. Oh yeah. You know, I I watched Saturday Night Fever. Uh, as a kid, I was obsessed with the soundtrack because I did go through a really bizarre disco phase, mm-hmm, nice. um, mm-hmm. which led into a much better phase, which was my funk phase. <laughs> um, 
Saturday Night Fever does not hold up well. No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. It, it, oh, I admit I haven't. I haven't There's, it's, it, it's, you there can are watch, parts where I'm like, did they just screw up the editing? Like, I'm really yeah. confused. There's see, certain scenes of it. You're like, oh, cool. But, like, those are the scenes that they show when they reference Saturday right, Night Fever. Yeah. Like, hey, remember this movie? Then you actually watch the movie and you're like, "Oh God, this is yeah. not a, this is a movie." Yeah, it, it's so it's it feels super low budget. It feels really like thrown together at the last minute. And then at the very end, there's this twist where you're like, "I didn't want this at all in my dance movie. Where the hell did this movie got dark?" Yeah. And then it just ends. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Speaking of dark, yeah, best dance movie, best dance movie, Black Swan. Mm, that's true. I like Billy uh, Elliot a little bit better, or Billy. Yeah, you like it? Billy Elliot more? Isn't that, isn't I never. I, I saw that movie when I was younger, and I didn't care oh, for it. I but it, I, I need to watch it again. Super heartwarming. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. So check out when uh, sometime in February. Hopefully, we'll be getting it on wide release. If not, it'll definitely be coming to some kind of streaming service. So, uh, next movie we our next uh, trailer we saw was Better Living Through Chemistry. A straight-laced pharmacist's uneventful life spirals out of control when he starts an affair with a trophy wife customer who takes him on a joyride involving sex, drugs, and possibly murder. Now, that description, I wouldn't probably really care about this movie until you say who's in it. Olivia Wilde's in well, it. And it almost, oh, yeah. Yeah, it also and makes who it... who else? Uh, Ken Howard. Uh... And who I was thinking of. Uh, and Jane Fonda. Oh, man, oh, good old Jane Fonda. Um, I guess that's who I was thinking of. Uh, no, you were thinking of, of course, our, our uh, uh, Enter the Critic favorite. Our Enter the Critic man crush. <laughs> yeah, oh, hell yeah. Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. Oh. Um, <laughs> I was not going to suggest this until I saw Sam Rockwell in it. Uh, Ray Liotta's in it. He probably plays a cop. He always does. Yes. Moving on. <laughs> a dirty cop of some sort. A dirty cop. Yeah, yeah. a dirty cop. Um, I, I thought it was funny going on a little bit of a tangent. I just I just watched Copland. Mm. Um, 1997 with Stol- yeah. uh, Sylvester Stallone. Yep. What would you think? Um, oh, amazing. Uh, Stallone's best performance by far, in my opinion. More uh, so wish, than Rocky. Wish he would make more films like that. More so uh, than Rocky. Yeah, I'd say so. Well, he, um, he can't make more films like that now because he looks like a crazy person. I know. He I looks know. And like the reason a sausage. He, I know. And he, he should he should just let himself get to a, a normal man yes. of his age physique. I, he I don't can't know. Do it I don't think, yeah, he's gone too far. I know. Yeah, he, go if back. he goes back, he will look horrible. Yeah, he'll look much worse he had, than he is. He had his shot in 97. Just be a pile he, of flesh. He had his shot and he screwed up, but... Ray Liotta is in that playing the same character right. he plays. But he's good at it. Oh, he's very good at it. When, when I think when I think dirty cop, I think <laughs> yeah. Ray Liotta. Holy crap! Wow, I need to. I really need to watch this movie. Sylvester Stallone, Harvey Keitel. Yeah. Oh yeah. De Niro. There's a lot Everybody's of big names. In it. And it's Stallone. It like Stallone acts because yeah. he's he plays like a schlubby uh, schlubby deaf cop. Like he's deaf in one ear and he like is just very complex and kind of pathetic. Uh, but it's really good. Noah Noah Emmer, Emmerich is in it. Uh, you, you, if you saw his face, you'd know exactly who he is. But he's like a perennial cop. I'll just turn. <laughs> yes, that guy. Oh yeah, always yeah. a cop. Guy, always a cop. The guy yeah. who I always think could be Biff. Yeah, his brother. <laughs> yeah, from, yep. from Back to the Future. Yep. But uh, that guy is in uh, that um, the Americans. 
he's like a cop as well. Yeah, always plays <laughs> or an cop. FBI agent or something. But uh, anyway, yeah, back back anyway. to better living through chemistry. But yeah, Sam um, Rockwell, good. S- Sam Rockwell in it. He plays like a straight laced pharmacist. Um, and the trophy wife is Olivia Wilde, who looks really good with blonde hair. Yep, yep. Um, not not typically a fan of that, but yep. She 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 she's doing well. E- easy on the eyes. Um, this movie looks very funny. Did we mention? Yeah. Did Parker mention that this also has Ben Schwartz, who no. Parks and Rec fans will know as Jean Ralphio? <laughs> yes, he's in yeah. this too. <laughs> if you if you've seen Parks and Rec, then you know who John Ralphio is, and just knowing that he's even in it for a few minutes yeah. is enough. <laughs> Those are some of like my favorite episodes. Oh is yeah, when John Ralphio is so <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> I'm gonna have to start watching. You guys reference Parks and Rec. You will like. I'm you will like start Parks. Watching yeah, it. you I'm would like sure it. You would. It, there, there's, it's, there's just like so much to like about that show. As soon as, soon as uh, I catch Melissa up on all of Community, that's yeah. the show we're working. Yeah, through that's right good. Now. Oh, that's good. Melissa will take to it like way more than she took to Community or any other. Like she'll, she'll be go right into it because it's like it's so like heartwarming and all the time you love there's a reason why i compared the movie american hustle to parks and rec because it's like there's so many characters so many of which you shouldn't care about that you like absolutely love (laughs) okay that you are like in love with because of how they portray them and all the stuff they put them through right now we're we're uh we're i'm re-watching community with her so once we do that we'll go we'll go through parks and rec also also throw this plug in i gave my brother community Two years ago for Christmas, I've been giving him a different TV series every year. Right. He really loved that. Worked through it, watched it with his friends over the course of like two months. Gave him Parks and Rec this year. He went past what I gave him on DVD because it wasn't all on DVD right. and finished the entire series before he went back to school this week. <laughs> wow. Damn. The entire series. That's like a, he not caught less up. than a month? He caught up so he could watch it <laughs> like, uh, this as past it starts, Thursday. Yes. Yeah, Oh my god! Holy crap, dude! <laughs> it's nuts. That is I don't know that kind of time, but damn. So, all right. Well, <laughs> we haven't talked much about this, but that's okay. Uh, this movie comes out March fourteenth uh, this year, so check that out. All right, moving on. We saw her. Her? Oh god! Yes, her. <laughs> we saw her. 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 Who? Her. Her. Who? My mom. Ah, uh, Matt's mom. Talking about my mama. Yeah, she was cheap. Yeah, Matt's mama. She's nice. She's a nice woman. I saw her. Saw her tonight. <laughs> Made me supper. <laughs> anyway, a lonely writer develops an unlikely relationship with his newly purchased operating system that's designed to meet his every need. This movie uh, stars Joaquin Phoenix, Amy Adams, Scarlett Johansson, and is directed by Spike Jones. So. Got some Chris Pratt in there too, some Olivia Wilde as well. Yeah, but nobody cares about Chris Pratt. What? I'm just kidding. Okay, <laughs> so, all right, Matt, what did you think of her? Her is a wonderful film, a very uh, almost sup- well. I don't want to say surprisingly. It's odd how this movie pulls at your heartstrings. Oh yeah. When you consider the reality of it is this is a man who falls in love with an artificial intelligence. Uh, it's it's a movie that really strikes a balance between, you know, a uh, romance and 
really good comment, like a science fiction type commentary, right? On like how technology is heading, how it's affecting our relationships, and how it could affect. You know, this could feasibly happen. Within oh, absolutely. 20, 30 years. Uh, the first thing I thought was, "Damn, I want this operating system," just because it would make my life easier. And then I instantly thought, "But it would destroy the world." <laughs> yeah, we would all stop what? talking to each a other. Really good. A really and start. Yeah, interacting with our OSs. A really good um, picture of this movie is illustrated in Futurama. In the episode where they talk about uh, not dating robots. Yes, yes. Because there's an old PSA of, like, you know, little Johnny who... Dates a Marilyn Monroe robot. (laughs) Dates a Marilyn Monroe robot and, you know, stops paying attention to the real girls. And then, like, all of a sudden there's no humanity. Yep. (laughs) I I love the end where he's like, where are all the football stars? Where are all the biochemists? (laughs) They're all locked in the soft, vice-like grip of robots. (laughs) Yes, this is very, very accurate. It's I didn't think about that one. much what this movie is. Um, this movie, for, it starts out really depressing and yeah. then just keeps going. Like, it doesn't get, like, th- there is a slight... There are very heartwarming, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The the romance that um, Joaquin Phoenix's his character is Theodore, the romance that he has with Scarlett Johansson... AKA the OS. Does she ever get a name? I don't uh yeah, Samantha. Oh yeah, Samantha. That's right. The the romance that he has with Samantha is genuine. Yeah. There's Yeah. The the movie makes it very clear that Samantha is like for all intents and purposes like a person. Like she's mm-hmm. she's very much sentient. She is a true artificial intelligence. She learns, she feels, she is a sentient being. Right, right. So that aspect of it makes it this very odd like you feel kind of weird about it but it's very clear that it's genuine at, at one point i was rooting for them yeah as a couple like the movie I makes like, i want this to work out even though i know it yeah won't. the movie makes it very clear that this romance is genuine uh but also definitely illustrates the complexities and oddities that oh, come yeah. along with dating yeah you know an, an ai um, um the 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 things that I, because I, I, I have a lot more things I like about this movie than the things I don't like about this movie. Um, so let, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go down the line of the things I like. Sure. Um, as far as um, performances go, uh, nailed it all around. Yeah. Um, especially Scarlett Johansson, because I didn't think she was gonna be able to do this. Just because you're a great actor does not mean you're going to be a great voice actor. That's very true. And she does a great job, mm-hmm. even though you never this really, see... The, the, she never has a physical presence. This really, I think, could be considered the you know her best performance just because of how good she... Like, how good I, I, I would agree with. Is. I would agree with that. She does an amazing job. Normally, when celebrities do voiceovers for cartoons and stuff, and they don't hire real voice, voice actor. actors i always find that they're like i have a hard time separating um the actor from, from the, character. the vo- yeah from the character yeah. from the voice here I, I had no problem with that i was instantly just i, I accepted yeah. like okay that is that is not scarlett johansson's voice that is samantha's right. voice and and i just kind of you know went with it real easily and so performances were great uh as far as like just getting super super uh film nerdy I, I love the cinematography, especially the lighting. The, the lighting, look, yes, the in look this of movie. this film is awesome. Absolutely, <clears throat> one of the bet best uh, looking like sci fi 
futuristic. Like just the look of the film is so subtly like futuristic. Yeah, but not not but not overwhelmingly so. Yeah, it's it's definitely in the like is it at no, at no point does it say when this movie takes place. No. It doesn't even say like in the not so distant. It doesn't no. say anything like that. And you just from the aesthetics and the look and mm-hmm. the, the the way everything's laid out, you just instantly know this is there fifteen to thirty years in our future. Yeah, there are times uh, during the night where you almost get a little bit of a Blade Runner vibe. A little bit, little and bit. And then during the day, it's a little more, a little nicer. Well, um, a the, little the, more... the the day shots, um, and this is one of my my minor gripes of the film, especially with the clothing. Uh, it's it it gets a real like, hey, hipsters took over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's pretty much the assumption they're making. Yeah, so that kind of bothered me, but it worked. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 film looks phenomenal. Um, so as far as uh uh the story element to it i thought it was uh very well done there wasn't any part where i um was too lost or not not even too lost just lost at all as to what was going on uh except there were there were some parts amy adams plays his uh old friend kind of kind of an ex-girlfriend from college who is his neighbor i believe yes i think they live in the same building and the whole time i'm just i'm just wanting i'm just yelling at at the screen just just date Amy Adams. Yeah. She's downstairs. She's, she's perfect. She's the best. Go for it. They even try to make her look frumpy in this and fail she's miserably. Still, oh, yeah. She she's still looks still beautiful. She's still gorgeous. Yep. Um, and I'm like, go take take her on a date. Yeah, I know. This, this Samantha Six has a hot voice. Whatever. Just remember, at all points in the movie, at one point she's... I guess not married, but like had been dating long term a guy. Right, yeah. And then I think, does she I couldn't figure this out. She has her own OS or her her, her yeah. boyfriends that that he leaves and she But they're just claims. friends. They are just friends. They're not like lovers in any no, way. Because no. there are times they even where say, I, they even say, um when when he when Joaquin Phoenix uh character states I am dating an OS, she goes, That's really rare. You don't see that very uh, much. Okay. Uh, and then really she good. mentions... She does have a strong bond with her. Right, stuff. yeah. Uh, and then she mentions, like, oh, I read how one guy uh, hit on his OS, and the OS just left. Hmm. So, like, uh, they, they, they really kind of reinforce that this is a rare thing. This doesn't happen very right. often. Um, so, this movie does have a lot of uncomfortable moments. Um, yes. Specifically, I, I think of one between... Uh, Joaquin Phoenix, where he's up late and he he, he kind of surfs the future version of chat rooms to try to find someone to kind of cyber with. <laughs> he finds somebody by the name of Sexy Kitten, <laughs> who is who's voiced, voiced by Kristen yep, Wiig. Yep. Um, and that is the most awkward thing I have ever witnessed. On like, oh god, it was so so just horribly awkward. Uh, um, and of course, the the first date that he goes on with Olivia Wilde is also that's very awkward. Pre- However, I can think of something that trumps all of those. Uh, that far and away the the most awkward point of the movie for me mm. is when Samantha. I don't know if you feel like this is too spoilerish. You can cut it or whatever. Um, at one point, Samantha wants to 
actually like physically yes, and they embrace. Get, they, they get like a human surrogate. Yes. Oh god. Who is played by? I'm trying to figure out. I know. I did not recognize. She's her. in stuff. Yeah, Portia yes. Doubleday. She yes. was in Carrie. That's right. We reviewed Carrie, yep. and she She's is what's her face, the bad girl. Yeah, she plays uh, uh, Chris Hedgenson. Yeah, she plays Chris in the new Carrie remake. Because yes. I was like, oh man, I know I've seen her, and then Michael from Exit the Critic pointed out that's who she is. Yeah. But yeah, that that scene, I won't go too much into detail for it sake just, of it, that, that does but get it is pretty awkward. awkward and it's a well the thing that makes it so awkward is that immediately theodore uh yakin's character is like not he's okay. not on board he's for this not at all. okay with it and you know understandably so and and to to the film's credit normally when a film gets super awkward i'm out yeah like i i do i have a hard time enjoying awkward movies um, because I I hate social awkwardness so very very much, um, and for this I I mean there was no moment where I was like I gotta get out of here no I I I didn't even have to muscle through it it just flowed very easily it was just very well, awkward. well it's very you know, and and the things that are awkward are still usually interesting oh yeah like that scene yeah. as awkward as it is is still like an it's it's interesting to watch right. that like this is what Samantha thinks is. Mm going to be good for them and right. you know uh theodore being the human counterpart like it's completely different experience for him and he's like no this is not um cool. I, I will say the movie is not um as uh predictable as i thought it was going to be no i wouldn't say there so was either. several the, in fact an hour and a half in they hit a moment where i honestly thought that the the end was going to be the OS is rising up and enslaving humanity. <laughs> all uh, Terminator. <laughs> I honestly thought that. I could see. There, yeah, there I was could a, there, see that. that uh, specifically that picnic scene. Yes. Where she makes this awkward comment about like, well, I'm glad I'm not in a human body that just dies. And they're like, uh, I guess we're all just stupid humans. I'm like, yeah. this is it. This is it when her and the OS is to gather their forces and just shut us down. And then to add on to that, something happens even after that that makes that might make you believe that they're like binding together and just well, like yeah, yeah, yeah. plucking people. Yeah. But it you know, it turns out but whatever. It, but it, well th- this movie wasn't written by me. No. Because uh, if it was, it would have ended way more ridiculously and would not be up for Oscars. <laughs> so but no, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I thought it was uh, very well done, very well executed, yeah. and uh, I really solid uh, flick. I was talking before we started here that I really like the music in this film, and it was actually done by Arcade Fire, who I'm sure some people notice or have known, uh, but also Owen Pallet of the band. He used to be called Final Fantasy, and now he just goes by Owen Pallet, but uh, one of my favorite contemporary musicians, and... Uh, very different for him because he's usually like on like violins and like loop sequences of like strings and stuff like that. But this is mostly like electronic, sort of like very, very uh, minimalistic. Yeah, ambient, very, but it's very, very good. Very ambient. Um, yeah, it was v- so very well. All very aspects of the production were pretty pleasing. All right. Well, uh, why don't we? Uh, why don't we put a rating on this? As we both sit here trying to think of a rating. I'm trying to think of something. Yeah. Trying to think of like... Uh, I could say that, but it'd be a big spoiler. Yeah, no, yeah, that's the problem. I'm trying to come up with something that isn't spoilers. Uh, I'm going to give it... Okay, I'll, I'll give it... I'll give it nine out of the tenths 
of the date that was going really well with Olivia Wilde <laughs> until all of a sudden it <laughs> just, just goes completely fast. goes off the rails. And Olivia Wilde kind of plays a crazy person. Yeah, a little bit of a crazy person. Like she person. tries to make Theodore out to be the crazy one, but she's pretty crazy. She's pretty crazy herself. I'm going to give this 9 out of 10 pants that I saw in this film that do not have belt loops because apparently hipsters hate belts. In the future. In the future. Nobody, in the future. Nobody wears belts. Oh, seriously, that's the only problem I have with this movie is I hated the way everyone you dressed. Didn't, you didn't like the fact that it became uh, hipster world? Yeah, I, that's the only thing well, I hated that's, about What's going to happen, Chris? I know, I know. And then, you know what? You I know mean, what? People for crying out loud, you're wearing flannel right now. Hey, hey, it's cold outside. <laughs> it's cold outside. And I guess if, if hipsters do take over the world, people will stop staring at me when I wear my cowboy hat There outside. you go. <laughs> They'll be like, ah, it's normal. That's perfectly acceptable in this society. I can, fi- I can finally wear my bowler. Wait, why am I looking food. at anyone? Why am I not just immersed in my, <laughs> immersed in my operating own, system in that I love? Operating system, exactly. So no, uh, if you have a chance, check out her. It is very, very worth seeing. So. That's another good point. I love how progressively throughout the film, you notice yep, more in the background, and more that nobody's, nobody's talking, talking to, to each, each other. other. <laughs> yep. By the very last scene, people are literally talking to themselves, their OSs. Yeah. And it's just again the, the that was the first thing I thought. Like the like minute three into the movie, I'm like, man, I really want like a, a voice activated operating system that i can put in my pocket and then i thought that would destroy society like, yeah that would just that would destroy everything no one would ever interact, interact. at yeah. all never no, it would become children of men yeah there would be no babies there would be nothing <laughs> oh my god it would be horrible but i would really have an easy time organizing my <laughs> itunes folder <laughs> i would love my google calendar experience yep yep getting emails would be so much simpler mm-hmm. so all right. Well, uh, that about wraps it up here for us on Enter the Critic. Uh, as always, want to uh, remind everybody to check out the Facebook page, uh, like us there, get involved. If you have a movie that you want us to do a shotgun review of, just a little quick. We're gonna use gonna use that sound effect. Uh, yeah, yeah, we are. All right, cool. Cause, I uh, worked really hard on that. So. Are we gonna talk about the sound effect and then and then it plays? Hey, check out this new sound effect. <laughs> yeah, check out this new sound check effect that Matt made for us. Hey, it took me like five minutes. <laughs> hey, hey, it was it was more work than I was willing to put into it. There you go. That's a lot for this podcast. <laughs> so. Five minutes? Oh, gosh. I know. Oh, my. Compared to the other minutes that I spend editing this. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, as always, want to thank Bobby Roberts for the use of our theme song off the Geek Remixed albums. You can get them at Geek <laughs> Even Parker doesn't say anything. Parker just kind of looks at me sideways, and I fucking lose it. Uh, get them at geekremix.com. They're free. Moving on. <laughs> so sad. So very sad. What did we, so, we ever do to this him? Is, I don't know what we ever is, did to Bobby Roberts. This is, like this, I, I was thinking about it. This next uh, two episodes are going to be kind of the, the romance block, because uh, we did her. That's and then true. next week, next week we are um, reviewing... Drinking um, Buddies Amelie. as a shotgun review and Amelie. And Amelie. Yeah. Yep, we're reviewing Amelie. All and romance. doing a shotgun review of Drinking Buddies. So, yeah, all romance films. Mm. Uh, my Netflix queue won't know what to do. Well, the second one will air in February, close to Valentine's Day. Close enough. <laughs> Matt, don't sound so jaded. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm just being a character. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Governor. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well. It all goes back to that guy. Uh, Well, until next time, 
I'm Chris Klump. <gasps> oh, yes, Governor. I'll tell him right away. <laughs> the Governor hopes you're a Twitcher. <laughs> I have no idea what you're from referencing. The, from the Simpsons. When oh, see, I was like, thinking of the, the yeah. waiter from The Simpsons where he goes, Well, it's uh, the same guy. Yes. Yes. Why do you same. talk like that? No, I had a stroke. No, there's the epi- other episode where they're putting Homer to death. He's in the electric chair, and What's he's the guy like ready to throw the switch. What season is that? It's a later one. Oh, uh, okay. I I I know nothing past season. Yeah, he's 10. like he, the, there's like a they're getting ready to throw the switch, and the phone rings, and the guy's like, "Yes, <laughs> yes, Governor, I'll tell him right away." <laughs> That's great. I'll be cutting most of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I'm going to cut that. So anyway, I'm Chris Klump. <laughs> I already... I'm, I'm not doing my name. <laughs> Shit, now I have to leave it in. <laughs> now you have to. Uh, and he's Parker. Wow. <laughs> oh.